Welcome to Ashes with Ash, a storytelling podcast from your tobacconist community, bringing you stories of life behind the cigar. Join me on this adventure to find the coolest cigar lounges, smoke some lovely cigars, and seek out the most incredible stories from our cigar lounge friends, owners, and customers. Let's tap into these untold stories with a little smoke and ash. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for listening. And to all of you who listened to the last two episodes I put out only this past week, thanks for not being sick of me and listening again. Today, Liam is here to give us the perfect cigar-related Valentine's Day episode to tell us his love story of how he and his girl started a secret cigar relationship together, which grew into a huge cigar friendship among not only them, but their group and new friends they met through physical and virtual cigar lounges. Everyone, I hope you have a lovely day filled with love for yourself, first and foremost, Others second and cigars in between the two. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. All right. Well, cool. How are you? What you drinking? I'm about to pour myself some Jesse James honey. Ooh. Uh, it was actually introduced to me several years ago at a cigar event, which I'm sure in our conversation will come up at some point. Beautiful. That sounds amazing. It, it is my favorite. Uh, Whiskey in general, definitely my favorite honey flavored whiskey. So delicious. Are you smoking? I, I wish I was. Uh, it is freezing outside and we have to smoke outside of our house. Um, but I do have one set aside for hopefully tomorrow if it's not too cold. Good. I, uh, I kind of have fashioned my own one man cigar lounge on my porch. Oh, nice. <laughs> which which sometimes works out really well, sometimes doesn't. Uh, but we'll see what the weather's like and uh, how my space heaters are working. So Good. Okay. Fingers I, crossed. Of course, I wanted you to be smoking, but I'm very glad you're not freezing. I was worried about that. <laughs> Much appreciated. I would have attempted it, but the last time, you know, I do occasional cigar zooms with my yeah. crew, which is, you know, spread far and wide, seeing we can't really see each other that often. Uh, and as it's been getting colder, my equipment would start failing on me. Oh, no. So, yeah, that, that's always an exciting experience. So, oh my gosh, where are you at? Um, I'm in uh, southeastern New England, uh, kind of near the border between Massachusetts and Rhode Island. So, so it's cold. Yeah. Cold, but apparently not as much snow as it is down south. So, sorry to the folks down south. Yeah, my hometown of Virginia, they've gotten more snow than New York has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It was like a last week it was nine degrees here, and then it went up to 28 degrees, and that's when it started snowing. Of course. Of course. <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> what about you? What did you pick to have? So I have a Cabernet, and then my smoke, I'm actually smoking a Partagas from Game Cuban. Yeah. Nice, nice. I've always been fuzzy on the pronunciation of sums. Is it Partagas, or is it Partagas, or Partagas, or? I always say Partagas. I guess it, I don't know. Especially with cigar names, cigar bands, and everything. I think everyone says it differently, especially depending on, like, 
your ethnicity and what language you speak. Because uh, the guys, the guys that I work with, they're all Spanish, so they pronounce things different than I do. Uh, I right. don't know. <laughs> that is, that is a good point. There are a lot of uh, Spanish names in the cigar world, which I've found. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, I say it like this, and you would say it like this. It's like, okay. Well, True. There we True. go. <laughs> Works for me. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you have a love story. I do have a love story. Tell us um, a love story. I, I would love to tell the love story. It's been a while since I've told it, so oh, I, I will try and get it all, all the important details out. Nice. Um, but we'll call me Lee. And uh, I met my wife back in high school. Uh, we were we were basically high school sweethearts. Uh, we met in the music program there. We are both, uh, you know, we, we love the fact that we are geeks. We are geeky and proud. We always have been. Uh, now that's the chic, so hey, good for us. Um, but we met in the music program. We were in drama club, things like that. We started as friends, and our, you know, our circle of friends all knew that we had crushes on each other. Aww. You know, just didn't want to tell us. Just, just wanted to see how it naturally played out. Yeah. Um, spoilers, it, it played out well. Good. Um, <laughs> I, we actually, uh, this past December, we celebrated our, what we call our first 20th anniversary. Okay. Because, you know, we, we, uh, we still celebrate the anniversary of when we started dating. Oh, yeah. And we also celebrate our wedding anniversary, which, you know, came later, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. The, but um, we were always the goody two-shoes in in our, our friend circle, you know, no one expected us to do anything rowdy or, or uncouth or, you know, illegal or rebellious, which to be fair is true. Like we had several opportunities to, you know, dive into debauchery, but we never did um, just because that wasn't, you know, really in our nature. Yeah. But, you know, years and years ago, it was the rap party of our drama club show for my senior year. And we're at a friend's house. It's, you know, we're all laughing, joking, having a good time, celebrating the, the great show we just did. And uh, my girlfriend at the time was sitting wearing the cowboy hat that I had worn in the show as a prop. And she had a chocolate Twizzler, which is kind of gross to think about on its own merits. Oh my God, yeah. They, they existed at the time. Um, and, you know, she just had it and she was kind of you know, playing with her hands. And someone jokes like, ah, you look like Clint Eastwood from a Western smoking a cigar. And we all laughed. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Um, and then on the ride home, we were talking about it. And it's like, have you ever had a cigar? And it's like, she's like, no. And it's like, have you? I said, no. Like, you know, still driving. And they're like, we, we should try it someday. And she's like, how come? And it's like, because no one would think we would. It would you know, be kind of an adventure. So we're like, yeah, yeah okay, that'd be fun. And then a little while later, again, you know, until once we were of age to do that sort of thing, you know, goody two shoes, (laughs) um, we kind of did. We we went to on a picnic one summer day uh, by by the, you know, local pond in our area. No one else was around and we had found a cigar shop in the relatively close by town. And we picked up our first cigar, which I believe was called a Havana Honey, came in a plastic tube with a cartoon bumblebee on the closed side. So very prestigious. Um, I think it was chocolate flavored. And like we, we of course studied to figure out how to properly do this. Cause you know, we never smoked anything like, right. like cigarettes. No, never touched pot. Still, still honestly have never touched cigarettes. I've never touched pot. It's just not my, not my bag. 
Um, so we wanted to make sure we knew how to smoke a cigar because we had heard, you know, it's like, I, it's not really the same thing, I guess. I don't know. Right. Um, so, you know, to be honest, it wasn't the best cigar, but we liked the experience of it yeah. and having something that we, it was really just the two of us. It was a little secret between the two of us. And that's kind of how it all started. And, you know, as we got older and like, more daring, I guess you could say, um, we would, you know, find another cigar, maybe one that wasn't flavored, maybe one that was, had an actual name that other people had heard of. And we'd kind of just, you know, sneak off to uh, the local pond on a picnic and share it. Or uh, once we got to college, we went to the same college, um, we like, we'd sneak off to one of the parking lots and have one in the car kind of deal. And that's how it kind of progressed. And it was for years and years, just our own private thing. And the more we did it, the more curious we got, they're like, okay, there, you know, there's, there's some interesting flavors we can find in this. So let's keep exploring. So again, it took a while, but once we got the drinking age, uh, you know, we found out, oh my God, there are such things as cigar bars where you can go and have drinks and maybe food and actual cigars. We've got to find one. Um, so we weren't, that far from Providence. Uh, we went in and had really no idea what we were doing. Um, we were very fortunate that the people working there, these two ladies behind the bar, were very welcoming and just said, oh, hi, welcome to Cigar Masters. How can we help you? And we just kind of looked at her and said, hey, uh, we're new. W what do we do? You know, they, they welcomed us right in. They brought us to the humidor. They kind of asked us some questions like, oh, you know, what have you smoked before? And we said, we don't really know. Um, you know, because we were novices still, excited and enthusiastic, but definitely novices. Um, and, you know, they guided us towards our own cigars, and, and we uh, each had our own for the first time. And it was, I do remember, because I saved the band, and you know, it felt like a momentous occasion. Uh, it was a Rocky Patel 1990 vintage. We each had one of those. Um, and that was the first time we were like, oh, okay, I'm starting to get it. I understand. There's an entire entire aura, an entire culture, an entire state of mind to being able to really just relax with a quality cigar in a relaxing environment with people you care about. And all of that just kind of became the, the, the linchpin to us really diving in and enjoying this as, as a hobby, uh, as a, a special date that only we knew about and only we would do. And for Years and years, like after we were married, uh, past our honeymoon, you name it, no one knew that the two of us loved cigars and liked to relax with them. By the time we had moved into it together, uh, when we got married, we had our own place, we had our own house. We decided, like, oh, if we wanted a cigar, we could go to the lounge, or it's it's our place. Let's have a cigar in here. So, you know, we'd throw a fan in the window, run it on exhaust, and we'd sit on the couch. <laughs> we started dabbling with how to find humidors, and it just gradually just became... Uh, uh, not an everyday thing because right. we don't have deep pockets. Um, but uh, <laughs> it, it became a, a nice way to relax and unwind, especially after work, especially just if we wanted the pleasure of each other's company to just relax and force ourselves to sit and chat and relax and enjoy our company. And uh, it's, it's been great. It really has been. It's just That's kind of so evolved sweet. from there. Thank you. Thank you. That's so sweet. So what's your like most memorable cigar that you've had together? Or do you have one or? Um, most memorable cigar we've had together. Definitely that first one that, that counts. Oh, of um, not long after 
finding cigar masters. Um, from, from one of the people that worked there, we found out that there was like a summer dinner series in Newport, Rhode Island oh. at a place called the Hotel Viking. Um, and it was a weekly dinner, uh, cigar dinner. Uh, so it was a three course meal with three featured beverages like spirits uh, for the evening and then a cigar to pair it all with. The dinner is called Spirits and Stogies. I'm like, that sounds really, really fun. Um, at the time, the price tag was ridiculous, ridiculously reasonable. It was like $35 for a ticket and you got a three course meal, three drinks and a cigar. I'm like, we'd be stupid not to go to this. Seriously. It was crazy. Um, and it was that same price tag for like the first two years. And then every year after that would creep up a little bit, a little bit, you're still getting a bargain, but you know, it wasn't the 35, which, which we, honestly, the price tag is what uh, grabbed our attention first, oh, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, that's great. <laughs> um, but probably the first time we went to that, because the way they used to have the dinners, it was, uh, on the rooftop. They had a restaurant on the rooftop of this old house and it's this gorgeous old red brick building, uh, you know, turn of the century, uh, you know, totally refurbished, and, and but they keep that, that classic old world feel to it. And just being on top of the hotel, you can kind of see the harbor from not too far away. You can see all the old historic houses in the district. Uh, you know, you always get a wonderful view of the sunset because it's summertime. And, you know, just sitting on top of a rooftop, having cigars and whiskey and a lovely meal with, with my wife. But you can't beat that. I have chills. <laughs> it, it, oh, it, it, it was a beautiful, beautiful setup. Um, and as time went, like we go a couple of times a summer because uh, it was weekly. And at one at one summer, like we did go almost every week uh, as, as, uh, as luck would have it. But, you know, the event kind of changed a bit. They were renovating the upstairs area, but they did have a side or they do have a side patio garden. So they really relocated it to there. Um, once they finished the renovations upstairs, they never quite brought it back up, but they kept it in that side guardian, a garden area. But it was, it was still lovely because they had a great area. They would have live music. Uh, they used to have a raffle. Uh, and it was just always like a highlight of the summer for us. And um yeah, as you can imagine, in recent years, those dinners were canceled. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, I, 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 uh, I follow them on Instagram, and you know, they'll randomly just post questions like, "Oh, hey, what are you, uh, what are you looking for this season?" And I'll always mention like, "Oh, I remember those spirits and stogies dinners. You ever have them?" And they always get a like a response of, "Oh, we're thinking about it, or we're working on it, or like one time they gave me those like those sideways eye emoji things, like, "Oh, what's that over there?" kind of deal. So maybe they're planning on reopening it in. I think they should. It's a lovely dinner. It was always a packed house. Uh, and it was a great time. So fingers crossed they do. Yeah, why uh, wouldn't they? Sounds fingers crazy. crossed. Like it's, yeah. it's outdoors. Yeah. I, I understand with, you know, the pandemic still ongoing, they've got to be conscious of that. But, you know, it, it, it is outdoors. It, it's, you can set up this table so they're well-spaced. It, it's doable. So hopefully... It, uh, it comes back, yes. fingers crossed. Oh, that's amazing. So do you prefer like cigar bars over cigar lounges or do you have a favorite lounge? Um, I'll be honest. It was your show that taught me there was a difference between cigar bar and cigar lounge. Oh, wow. 
I, it had never occurred to me. I kind of use the phrases interchangeably. So if I'm understanding correctly, bar means they do serve liquor. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, well, well, the Cigar Masters bar. It was a bar. Um, Cigar Masters bar. That location tragically closed um, oh. uh, several years ago. But they kind of they simultaneously relocated and rebranded in Providence. So there's this lovely uh, cigar bar slash restaurant right by the water. Like it's upgrade in every conceivable way. It's just, it doesn't have the nostalgia that we had for our old place, like right. our old table. Like they, the, the, the original cigar masters had some, you know, wide open areas for larger parties, but they had some smaller ones behind little like park uh, partitions where it would just be like, you know, maybe one couple or maybe two couples could sit. So like we had our favorite spot and all that. That's where we always go. Things like that. But the, the new location is called Tel Aviv Waterfront. And like I said, it's an upgrade in, in basically every conceivable way. By the water, um, wonderful kitchen, uh, fantastic menu, like world-class uh, uh, chefs and cooks and recipes there. You know, full bar, uh, another walk-in humidor, and it's great. Um, and that became like, okay, that's our new travelable location that we're going to go for uh, for cigars. Uh, Providence, Providence, Rhode Island, if you've ever been – uh, out that way they they have several cigar lounges um i don't know if it's as many as you have in new york although i know you've said in your podcast it's not as many as you thought there would be yeah, um strange. i'm sure there's more in providence but i think off the top of my head i can think of at least five already oh nice um so tel aviv waterfront is wonderful there's another place called tammany hall which uh is more like a sports pub but it also has cigars. Oh, that's cool. So that's that's cool for people who like sports. Yeah. Um, you know, and I heard about that because, uh, you know, a friend who used to work at Cigar Masters went and worked at Tammany Hall. Oh, so right. it's like, okay, well, now the doors are kind of opening to all these other places to know about because people are, are disseminating and, and spreading out amongst the city. Um, there's there's a nice that. place... There's a nice place called the Ale House Cigar Lounge in Providence as well. That's very much a that's that's very much set up like an old social club. Like it must be an old building. Um, you know, you know, leather chairs, wingback chairs, fairly small, not much bigger than the room I'm in right now. Honestly, upstairs at my house, you know, it's like maybe twice the size. But you know, that that kind of makes it, you know, quaint and, and intimate. And, you know, it's old dark wood and things like that. Um, That's nice. Another place in Warwick, Rhode Island, which isn't too far from Providence, called the Havana Cigar Club. And that's someone, like, just invested so much time into making that place. Like, they went and got, I think, Spanish cedar for the walls. They, they went all out. They wanted to make it as best as they could. A massive humidor, uh, uh, walk-in humidor, and it's just wow. you know friendly people there as well. Like, I've I've yet to find a cigar lounge where it wasn't welcoming. Like, there might be different vibes or different aesthetics, but they're always happy to have people there. It's it's great. Yeah, such a great community. I know. I I've yet to go to a cigar lounge either that I didn't at least like. I usually love all of them, but at right. least like it. Everyone's always been so welcoming. It's just such a small but big, nice community, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. So what, uh, like, online cigar lounges kind of thing do you do? You do, like, some Zoom? 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- thank, thank you for Zoom. Uh, they, they, they've helped dr- drastically get through the, you know, the craziness of the past two years as far as having some sort of connection to the outside world and the social life. Um, we do, we try and do a, a monthly cigar meetup. Okay. And I've got, you know, I, I have a lot of friends who smoke cigars now. Because at one point, my wife and I, you know, when it was still our secret, we kind of figured, you know, we're going to all these cigar dinners and cigar lounges and cigar bars and, and really enjoying it and, and loving the flavors and, and pairing it with food. Our friends would probably really like it, too. So we should probably tell them at some point. So we're like, yeah, OK, I guess we should tell our friends. But we wanted to be, you know, subtle about it. Right. So at that point, we had a humidor. Like, it, it, we still have it. And it's this nice, you know, big treasure chesty looking fancy box that holds, you know, maybe about 100 cigars or so. Um, So we're like, let's put it somewhere out in the open. And if someone says, oh, it's that, we'll say, oh, that's our humidor. Except our friends weren't that observant. So (laughs) so it went a couple weeks with having friends over and no one never saw it, noticed anything. So finally, you know, we had some friends over while we're watching TV. I'm like, let's just let's just. Let's just tell them. Um, it's like, well, let's, let's, let's be showy about it. So we're watching something, you know, when we're having a drink, like, oh, I could really go for a whiskey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we, you know, having a drink. It's like, you know, I'll go really well with this a cigar. And someone's like, oh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I'm like, let's have a cigar. And like, what, like now? I said, yeah. I said, well, we got to go shopping. He said, no, we don't. Oh. And I pulled out the humidor. And it's just like this roar of what's going on? What? You didn't. T- I had no. You've got a double life this whole time. Oh, my God. Like, and they're like, what is this? And, you know, we open it up and they see our selection. They're like, holy shit. Look, you've got so many scars. What is this? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, some of our like a couple of our friends were like, yeah, let's try it. So from there, you know, a couple of them have been like, you know, socially, yeah, sure, you know, one, you know, once in a while, let's have a cigar. Uh, a couple of them have been like, they just dived in head first, and they they have you know more knowledge than we ever do because they've become like really focused on it. It's become a very important part of their their uh, their character, their their personality. So now we've got like. We, we loved the, having the, the private aspect of it. It was just something yeah. between the two of us. And it's still something that the two of us, when we have time in normal life, can enjoy, right. just the two of us. But now we've got this wide away, uh, array of our friends who love to do it with us as well. So I've always Easy. felt that cigars are better in company. And now we've got this huge company. So the monthly cigar zooms could have anywhere between, you know, me and two other friends online or me. And like, I think the highest we had 18 people on at once. And we're all just sitting at our houses or on our porches or wherever, you know, or chatting and laughing with our drinks and cigars virtually. Uh, and it, it was it's it was, you know, not quite the same as being in a lounge, but it was still wonderful and it was yes. great. And it's something we'll continue to do as time goes on because, you know, people are far and wide now. So it's harder to get everyone in one place. Oh, that's so cool. So did any of your friends smoke when you told them that you smoked? Did any of them smoke that you didn't know? Um, not not cigars. Um, not even really cigarettes. It's it's kind of okay. like I, I don't judge anyone for, for their vices, but I don't okay. see the appeal in cigarettes. But if someone does, you know, that's that's up to them. That's fine. Um <laughs> But, you know, a couple friends were, you know, were slash still are fans of pot. So they had all the wrong mechanics because, you know, 
with, with, with cigarettes or pot, they inhale. And we know with cigars, you really don't need to or you shouldn't. Right. Um, it, it's more about the flavor than sucking it into, into your lungs and getting a buzz from it kind of deal. Um, so I was, I was surprised at how many were like, hell yeah, let's, let's give it a try. It was, it was nice to see. One or two have been like, you know, adamantly like, I won't say they were disappointed at us, but they were very surprised and their own personal feelings of cigars were like, oh, I, uh, I don't know, I don't want to be around you guys when you do this. And it's like, okay, that's, 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 that's fine. Good. We understand. We, we don't, we're not going to force you to have a cigar. We're not going to force you to be around us if we're having cigars. We'll let you know if we're having cigars. So if you want, don't want to come, we get it. But, you know, by and large, I, I was pleasantly surprised at how many people were just like, yeah, let's, let's give it a try. And very pleased with how many people who've enjoyed it and and join in the fun it's great oh that's so cool so you kind of started your own little zoom like cigar lounge kind of thing you didn't just join one correct oh cool that's so fun and i've seen some online like you know you get on instagram which I did more during the pandemic because I'm like, I've got a little yeah. bit more time. Um, and there is this, this is huge, you know, you're part of it. There's this huge cigar culture on Instagram and, and this, right. this contingency of people who they, they have live calls or, or, or chats or you name it. And like, they'll just have an open call where people can sit in and join in and chat or, or watch or send questions. And that's great. Um, yeah. It's, Mine, mine are just a little bit more interactive because it's with my closest friends and family. So it's That's so cool. It's great. I love that. So, did you say at one point that you and your wife took a cigar class? Yes. Yeah, yes, what I did. Was that like um, uh, pr- another one of the the great memories that you mentioned. Um, yes. I just went off on a tangent. I apologize. I do no, that. I go on tangent. Oh, I loved it. It was great. Um, it was back at the original Cigar Masters, and uh, one of the people who worked there, um, I, I don't know how comfortable people are with people using real names, but she was called the Cigar Queen uh, because she had an extensive knowledge of cigars and a passion for cigars. Um, but she would offer these classes there. You could sign up for it. And it was, it was you know, kind of similar to like a tasting event, but in, yeah. incorporated more of like a, a lecture. So, you know, you'd book a time, you'd come in. Um, you'd get a kind of a more guided tour of the humidor that they had. Um, you could ask questions about the different cigars. Like, you know, she's, she'd say things like, okay, go pick three different cigars from the lounge and that, that draw your attention for one reason or another. And let's talk about why. So, you know, you might go, Oh, why are these cigars in tubes? And she'd explain the reason why uh, this wrapper is very light. This wrapper has two tones. This the, usually inevitably someone goes, this cigar is huge, you know, things like that. Right. Um, but she would explain, you know, where, uh, you know, the different countries that contributed to the makes of the cigar, how it affects the, the flavor, the smoking ex- experience, how the sizes can impact everything. And it was just, a, you know, this great open source of information about what goes into making a hand road quality cigar. Uh, and then after that, there was a tasting where they offered like pairings with different wines, uh, things like that. And just, it, it was, it was like a kid in a candy store moment, hearing all this really in-depth information about a topic that is kind of hard to find information about, or at least quality information online all the time, at least at the time we were looking. Um, 
And it was like this great treasure trove of information from someone we had already been, you know, become familiar with because we became regulars at the lounge. So it was, it was really neat. It was exciting. It was uh, something we signed up to do, I, th- I think, during uh, like as one of our anniversary uh, dates. We did that. Like, you know, we have a winter anniversary from when we started dating. Our wedding anniversary happens to be in the summer and we celebrate both. So I think like we found out about it around our winter anniversary and we said, oh, well, let's do that for our summer anniversary kind of deal. Um, Yeah, it it was great. I've yet to see any place that offers a similar educational experience relating to cigars. That's so true. There's, I mean, there's like online classes, but even I've taken that and I can't even remember anything that was said, you know, (laughs) but I know I want, I would love to have more in-person classes and that's what I kind of do because I work at a lounge now and it's a little, congratulations. Yes. Thank you. I love it. But it's a little slow pace from what I'm used to doing before in retail, you know, but I get to look at my phone and just, I'm just learning more and more. So I just go through the humidor and I just get on Cigar Scanner, that app, and I just look at every cigar and I try to learn all about it. Because I would love to do that, like have a just a weekend event or, you know, mm. and just go to all the different lounges in New York and then have one like learning experience kind of thing. It'd be so cool because you're right. There's not a lot of in-person learning experiences. Right. One day, once the pandemic lets up. <laughs> We're getting closer every day. We are. We're getting closer every day. It would just nice. It would just be nice to know when the end game is, when the end goal is, because then we'll know how much closer. But yes. at least we're getting closer. I'm like ready to plan it now. Right. <laughs> you're you're familiar with Drew Estate, right? Yes. Yes. Love right. Estate. Have you ever heard of or been to one of their barn smokers? No. It's 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 similar to what I was describing with the cigar class, except they like Drew Estate does, blow it up by like, it, it, they turn up oh, the amp to 11. Um, they have a bunch all around the country at different times of year, like Connecticut, I think Kentucky, a few different places. Basically, they're, they're festivals um, oh. at, their, at their cigar fields. Oh and God. it's a full day, essentially set of, it's a combination of like seminars slash cookout um like you go there they and they basically they have different sessions throughout the day that basically guide you from seed to growing to aging to wrapping the entire cigar experience and they have people who work on the farm people who work with the company and just explaining the entire process and of and of course with it comes a backpack full of cigars and swag and you name it um they they have this massive uh, cookout they have drinks they have fancy coffees uh it's i i I did get to go to one uh, i think in 2018 or 2019 with a few friends uh and it was it was amazing um definitely worth the trip hopefully uh they they tried to have one again but you know they canceled for safety reasons but you know they keep saying it's like okay you know once it's safe we're going to continue um and it's it's a wonderful experience. Um, oh my gosh, I hopefully they start having them again. I, I highly recommend it. It's worth the trip. It's worth making a trip out of it. Yes, because you know, like a lot of cigar events or you know, like the IPCPR or whatever it's called now, they're kind of just for vendors or 
the tradesmen. owners. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We need more for the participators. <laughs> us, you know us I mean? average schmoes, you know? Yes, us, right? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever thought about going into the cigar business? Or do you like it just as a hobby? Uh, I love it as a hobby. Yeah. And I do have that that tiny tickle in the back of my head. It's like, no, if oh, yes. my career ever falls through, I could maybe try. And and there's a le- I, I will admit, there's a level of like conceivedness in that because I know as much as I'm a fan of cigars and know something about cigars, I know that the people who regularly work in lodges know worlds more. And they've been studying and, 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 and learning for years and years, either, you know, formally or informally or just through association. Um, so, so I say that with, you know, a, a level of knowledge that I know there are people who are actively working in lounges and in industry who know a shit ton more than I do. Um, but it would be something that I would maybe like to try and, and jump into to learn a little bit more and, and enjoy and you know, totally. maybe, maybe put a coin or two in my pocket kind of deal. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, it's, it's unlikely that'll ever happen because I've got a very solid career. I, I'm a teacher. Yeah. Oh, nice. What do you uh, Which I love doing. Uh, it's, it's maybe not the most fun now. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, it's all virtual. No, uh, I, I, I kind of wish it was oh. uh, at times. <laughs> um, I teach elementary. Oh, wow. Which uh, I'm a music teacher. Amazing. Which I love. Uh, my, my wife is also a music teacher. Like, we met in the music wow. program because we wanted to make music and we wanted to teach music. And Wow. Amazing. That's just one of the many things we have in common. Um, but, you know, it's, I, I love my job. I, I love my career. I, I love what I do. I love my students. While it's not the most ideal time to be doing that right now, it's, yeah. it's still putting a roof over my head. It's still providing a, a means to support myself, my wife, and my son. Yeah. So, like, I, I joke, I'm like, if this teaching thing ever falls through, <laughs> then maybe I'll see what I can do in the cigar world, but yes, you should. Well, it's, it's, it's a good, what if it's a good, yeah. what if, you know, to, to ponder, plan. I like it. you know, and, 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 you know, one of those Marvel cinematic universe, alternate reality things. Yeah. You know, I'm doing that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So you both teach elementary different places. Yep. Uh, different schools uh, within the same district, which we really lucked out. In that happening, like that's that's unheard of. Um, that's amazing. Do either of you uh, teach your son? <laughs> no, no, he, he's he's a toddler. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And, and you know, we we live a few uh, several towns away from where we teach, which is kind of nice because you know, like on the off chance that I do go to a cigar shop or cigar lounge, I will never risk the uh the, the potential of walking past a student as they see me go into a cigar lounge kind of deals like what do you go where are you going there sir it's like that's bad for you i'm like i never have to worry about that like we have our home life you have our school life and 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 by and large never the twain shall they meet um nice but yeah like we we would we, we save on gas because we can commute together yes. uh whoever has the earlier drop-off time gets the car that day we pick the other person up it works for us. It hasn't been that way for a while because uh, our son was born right before everything started getting shut down. Oh, wow. Um, so my, my wife was already going to take off uh, the rest of the year for that, for, yeah. for the birth of our son. 
uh, my school then started like, you know, it was the, oh, you know, we'll shut down for two weeks and we'll see how things are going. And that didn't, <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, so then we went virtual, but I could do it from home. Yeah. And then the year after that, uh, my wife, who is uh, legitimately the, probably the smartest person I know, um, she was already signed up to have her sabbatical to finish her doctorate. Oh my gosh! Wow. Um, like she was, she was de- presenting and defending her dissertation. She already had that set up for this this coming year, this past year, basically. So she was on sabbatical, which meant she would have some time off that was paid, partial pay, but you know, better than nothing. Really? So I then took the year off for parental leave. So we were both oh. home with our son and had been for about eighteen months. Wow. And still had means to support the household. Like, you know, we're, we we had to tighten the belts to make, you know, everything work out, but we could do it, which is a, it's a, it's a privilege and and wonderful thing. And we're very fortunate and lucky and and so thankful that it happened. um, We were home for that entire time with our little boy. And how, how many dads especially can say that they were able to see their son grow up over 18 months every day? not having to worry about work, not having to worry about going away. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's incredible. Absolutely. Now I'm back at work this year and now she's finishing out her parental leave. But like, it's, if, if our son could have planned a, a more perfect time to be born, I'd be very impressed if he could. It was like the, we benefited from it in, in the worst case scenario, like the worst case scenario happened, but we still were able to find something wonderful out of it. So that is beautiful. Wow. Mm-hmm. And and on top of it all, when when we can, or when I can, I, I sneak out on the porch and have a cigar to relax. It, oh. It's nice. Awesome. Do you have a go-to cigar? I've got one or two go-tos. Yeah. Um, my first go-to, uh, and still one of my favorites, is the Quesada Oktoberfest. Oh, I think I've had that. You don't think you have, or you think you do? I don't think I have. Have you had any quesada? They're, they're no. They're, they're nice. Um, I I want to say they're based out of Florida, and I'm only saying that because there was a raffle at a local lounge where you would win a trip to Florida to check out like their factory and their headquarters, um, which I won. No way! I, I won that trip, and then it was canceled. <laughs> no! Oh my god! Not, Will they not be- for the. Will they reschedule? Not for the reason you're thinking. Not for the reason you're thinking. Okay. Um, It was actually kind of a bummer. Like, I I, I didn't win at first. Someone else did. Um, And I'm like, oh, you know, hey, good for them. And then, like, a week later, the the lounge owner sent me a text. And was like, hey, uh, that guy can't claim the prize. And we pulled another ticket. And you won. I'm like, (laughs) hell, yeah, I'm going. I don't care when it's happening. I've got personal days. I'll use it. This is great. Um, So it was all set up. And like maybe within three weeks of that, they contacted me again and said the company's canceled it because the person organizing it just left the company (gasps) to become like vice president of another cigar company. (laughs) And they kind of don't know how to to continue the plan. So they're just giving everyone who won like a $500 gift card to their lounge. No. Which, as far as runners-up prizes go, isn't that bad. That is pretty good, but still. but it's not a trip to Florida to smoke cigars all weekend. But it, it, oh. I still love Quesada. I still love Oktoberfest. I, I I hold no ill will. They're still good, they're still good. one of my favorite cigars. And it's it's I like it. I um yeah. you know I, I we know that everyone's preferences are unique. 
Um, and it's very much a, a, a personalized uh, preference about what, whether you like a cigar or not. But I, I like the Oktoberfest. It was designed to pair with like German Oktoberfest beers. Ooh. which I'm not much of a beer guy anyway, but if I do have a beer, it is going to be an Oktoberfest sure. kind of deal. Um, yeah, it, it's really nice. So that's one of my go-tos. And I really like the La Flor Dominicana uh, Double Liguero Maduro Digger. Oh, yes. that's really Which, you know, is like the size of my forearm. It's a, it's, it's a huge cigar. You know, not 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 for girth. I I kind of stick towards the mid to high fifties for ring gauges. Like sixties, the top I'll go. Yeah. Mostly because, like you know, you've got Asylum Thirteen that used to just make the giant seventy seventies and eighty eight eighties kind of deals. Those hurt my jaw. I I try. I'm like, let's give it a try. No, I, it's I've got TMJ from just this cigar now. Right. I can't do it. But you know, like sixties fine, and that's where the 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 digger stays. I can do that. And and it's just, it really forces me to just sit, invest in several hours of just relaxing and enjoying my cigar and, and enjoying conversation. Um, exactly. the, the least amount of time it's taken me to get through it was like two hours and 15 minutes. I timed it. The max time was five hours and 16 minutes. Wow. But to be fair, I never had to relight. I was just going to ask that. You never did? Never had to relight during those five hours and 16 minutes. That's incredible. That yeah, is so, a well-made cigar. Very. Um, have you ever had them? Yes. I haven't had one in a long time, but God, they're always so good. They are. They are. Um, so it, and to be fair, like, you know, the first time I tried it, I, I definitely didn't finish it. And I was definitely a little woozy. Oh, yeah. Um but that definitely did kind of expand my palate. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll go full or medium. Like, you know, medium full is fine. It's like, oh, I'll go full body cigar. It's fine. It's all yeah. good. And, you know, especially if it's a big one, I'm like, oh, I'll have a couple of snacks while I'm eating it. I'll be fine. It's all good. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so those those are my two go-tos. Uh, that Rocky Patel is always consistent. Oh, every single course. one of them. 100%. I, I still have a couple of uh, 1990 vintages just oh. – from from our first actual cigar wow. event, like Amazing. still have a couple of those. Did you ever have the Rocky Patel Valador? No, no, but I have heard of it. Yes, that's actually my dad created that cigar with Rocky Patel for the NRA. That's where I heard it from. That's right. That's, that's right. Is. Man, it was such a good cigar. I don't know why they stopped making it. <laughs> I wish more people could have tried it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure your dad, does, is he sitting on a stash of them? Oh, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, I'm going to try to find some. <laughs> uh, which reminds me, um, I, you know, I, I'm a fan of your podcast, which oh, is you. why I'm here. Um, yes. is your, how's your dad's shop doing after that fire that that oh. dumbass started? Oh, my God. It's doing all right. They're they are just now getting started on working on it. It's not as bad as they thought, so that's good. Oh, good. Yeah, but they're getting started on the renovations. So one thing and I remember when they were building that lounge, my my stepmom is like an incredible artist. She did like nice. a lot of the work there. And that wall, she did like this very specific. I don't even know how to describe it, but very specific art on the wall not like a 
picture or anything like that but just the way that she made the wall look and it took her so long and she was so frustrated and of course that was the wall that burned oh (laughs) gosh and the ceiling my dad completely rebuilt that ceiling so the ventilation would work better and Mm. that is what burnt everything that took the longest is the things that burnt (laughs) well i i I extend my condolences to both Uh. of them that that sucks Yes. That, no, no doubt about it. As long as everyone is okay and the cigars are okay, thank God for that. So I, I didn't want to ask that question, but like, are the cigars okay? The cigars like, are obviously, okay. everyone's yes. safe, right? Are the yes. cigars okay? <laughs> I know. That's that like the first thing I said. I was like, everyone's okay and the cigars are okay. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, right. cigars are okay. It was in like a totally separate room because okay. there's like the private lounge. And they have mm-hmm. like 24 hour access to the private lounge, the members do. Right. So they're closed off to the front part. Um, it's like locked, so they can't get to the front part. So luckily it did not spread to the front. I caught it in time. Oh gosh. Oh man. My my brother cursed out the guy in person, so that makes me feel better. I'm glad I wasn't there though. <laughs> fair, fair. Crazy times. Always something, you know? Oh, my gosh, of course. Especially in this business. It's not the laws, it's the fire. (laughs) If it's not the laws, it's the fires. Oh, man. Crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. What what about your wife? What's her favorite cigars? What's her Uh, go-to's? Well, obviously, my wife has very good taste, you know, uh, because of, of me, obviously, um, you know, like she picked the great guy. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Well, no, I am a great guy, but she, she, uh, she does have exquisite taste. Like she loves bold wines, rich coffees and, you know, full bodied complex cigars, her go-to cigar, her favorite cigar, which she found relatively early after we had finally found our, our cigar lounge, our cigar haven. Um, She's she's a Padron fan. Oh. The the nineteen twenty six. Usually a torpedo. She likes a V cut with her torpedo, which yes, we have heard that. that is was was kind of strange to some people. And it, it it's like I I can see how a straight cut on a torpedo kind of makes more sense and is easier. But she kind of converted me to the V cut where it kind of does it. Sort of funnels in the smoke in in a in a nice enjoyable way it's so true, uh, yeah i've heard a lot yeah, the, of people say that they thought that was weird too but recently the past like year or so more people lean towards that that cut, or at least from what i've heard it's yeah interesting i'm i'm still terrible with a straight cut i'll be honest yeah like but i i was trying to do the math which you never do the math when it comes <laughs> to how long you've been doing something or how old you are um <laughs> like you know we've been you know our cigar journey has been about like 12 years or so, maybe even closer to 15. Uh, and after all this time, I still can't straight cut a cigar to save my life. Um, yeah. I, I have, I have these great cigar scissors from Zycar. It definitely makes it easier. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to mess it up. It's yeah. still going to unravel. I'm going to be chewing leaves. So the straight cut, uh, sorry, but thanks, but no thanks. The V cut, I can skip all of that. Exactly. Yeah. Especially have, you have that good cutter that you can just, put it in and it doesn't go any further you, it just gives you the right length to cut it i know it's so much mm-hmm. easier i i got my my wife a a uh, a zycar v cutter 
like nice fancy one uh, as a present several years ago. Um, and then, you know, it became like, it was our cutter. You're like, yeah, I got it for her, but we both use it. And we were going to a friend's wedding and, you know, it was after the point where we let people know about our secrets. So I'm like, Hey, do you mind if we bring a couple cigars and offer them to people if they want to celebrate? And he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's out as long as it's outside, that's fine with me. That's great. And I lost the damn cigar cutter at the no. wedding. At some point, it didn't make it into my pocket. It's on the lawn at this nice place somewhere. Probably been oh. run over by a lawnmower several times or since. Someone's then. got it. But. I, I would hope that someone got it. At least they would have found it and put it to good use. Oh, man. Um, I did replace it, you know, the exact same make and model. I felt terrible. She's like, it's okay. I understand. It, it was an accident. No big deal. But, um, but yeah, she, uh, of course, she found like the top shelf one of the price more pricey cigars in in the humidor it's like no this is what i want to try it smells great i gotta give it a try it looks beautiful i'm like let's go for it and she and she loved it so i'm like okay um she 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 you know she says it's like life's too short to smoke shitty cigars so why not have a padrone i'm like i i i respect that i i like padrone um but it's not my favorite like she loves it Right. And, and I, I enjoy it. I appreciate it. I respect it. It's not one of my two go-tos. Yeah. Maybe maybe because of the maybe because of the ring gauge, maybe because of the price tag, but it is a I respect the drone. They make a wonderful cigar. Of course. Yeah. Very Definitely. consistent for sure. Yes. Well made. Yeah. Yeah, they're good ones. I know they're not my go-to either, but you can never go wrong with mm-hmm. a drone, you know. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, the uh, the the cigar queen who taught us about cigars of the scar class. Yeah. Um, she said she just said she put it so perfectly. Like, There's nothing like a padrone. I'm like, yeah, it's there true. it is. There's the tagline. Yeah, padrone. <laughs> There's nothing like a padrone. There you go. There it is. There's the quote. Should have yeah. been an admin. <laughs> Actually, she she went on. She ended up leaving that lounge and became a rep for. Um, a few different companies, but she ended up becoming a, a like a rep for Ashton. Oh, nice! And apparently, like she was the first woman to be a rep for Ashton. Like they kind of wrote a blurb about her in Cigar Aficionado. I remember reading. I'm like, I know her. How cool is this? This is great. Badass. Good f- so good for her. I, I don't know if she's still in the industry, but wherever you are, thank you, Cigar yes. Queen, for helping us learn about cigars. That's amazing. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. What what are your thoughts on flavor-infused cigars? You know, I've only had one that I really like. I mean, my dad started me off with Christoph Maduro's, so I never really ah, got, <laughs> yes, I never really got into like flavored cigars or anything like that, but I did somebody was smoking one once and it smelled so good. It was the Java Mint. Have you had the Javas? Yes. See, I love those with a coffee in the morning oh my gosh but otherwise i can't get into any of the other ones Mm -hmm. like i like to try but it's just not really my thing i guess i that that's that's the reason i asked because i had the java mint in my head um the the whole like the whole java line from drew estate oh yeah like and and i agree i'm like you know they're cool they're neat they, they taste fine um, not necessarily my bag, but you know, I'll have them on occasion. Um, they are like, but like with all that notwithstanding, 
we have a few humidors. Like we have a his and hers humidor. I have one. My wife has one. I have one separate just for my my La Florida Minicana diggers because they're so damn big. <laughs> and you can't, like, otherwise, they would take up they would take up the whole humidor. Otherwise, and we do have a separate one for a boatload of Javas that we offer to our friends who are curious about cigars or you know only have them occasionally because those I feel those are a nice introduction to some for cigars if you have no 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 out, outstanding knowledge of it at all no experience with it at all 100%. I think that's a very kind and gentle introduction. Which, if you find you like cigars, you will gravitate towards, you know, unflavored on your own as your palate expands. Exactly. And if you, you know, like it just socially, well, then it's a very nice, non-threatening, non-offensive cigar that tastes lovely and smells lovely. Exactly. And has a neat shape because, oh, it's a square. Oh, wow, that's cool. Like, you know, it's, it's great. Checks yeah. off all the boxes. Exactly. And it's like once you get used to just the feel and the act of smoking, then you can move up. But you're right, that sweetness is what gets mm -hmm. people, it's a good way to get people into it, I think, if they want to, of course. <laughs> exactly. Did, did I hear correctly? You might know this more. Uh, were, were, were at least the original Java, was it a collaboration between Drew Estate and Rocky Patel? Ooh, I actually don't know, but that kind of sounds right, right? <laughs> It, it makes sense, right? It does. It makes like, sense. Like, you know, Rocky Patel with their, you know, consistent, well-made, uh, great-tasting cigars. And then Drew Estate, which kind of does a bunch of flavors. Exactly. Infusions. I, I heard that somewhere. I, of course, I can't find a source, but it's always just like, that sounds right. That's got to be right, right? <laughs> it totally does. And, yeah. you know, Rocky Patel collaborates a lot. That's oh, he's the king. Right. He, 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 he's, he's like, he's like Mr. Cigar. Right. Oh my gosh. He's he he's personable. He's 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 welcoming. He's fashionable. He he reaches across the aisle and is like, yeah, let's work with this company or oh, let's set up an event. It's, he seems I've never met him, but he seems like a great guy. Yes. I do have a six degrees of, of Kevin Bacon connection to him though. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I I uh, went to Rhode Island Comic Con years and years ago. Because, uh, you know, like I said, wife and I are geeks and love proud. It, it. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I, I was a wrestling fan as a kid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, till this day, kind of still am. The more I learn about wrestling and the inner workings of it, the less I'm like, no, that's oh, kind of <laughs> like there, there's some shady people in wrestling business that I would watch as as a kid. And I didn't know about it then. So I'm like, yeah, not as much of a fan. But, you know, I still watch it with friends during the big shows that have inevitably come up it's a nice social thing now we do it online it's great um crazy <laughs> sorry tangent um so one of the people at the rhode island comic-con was uh was this wrestling manager her name was terry reynolds or is terry reynolds she's alive and well um and like her shtick as a manager like she would she was like the wrestler she was managing had like this old Hollywood movie gimmick. So she was her director and they kind of had her do like a, uh, like she would come to, she would sit in a director's chair and have like this fancy gold dress and she'd have this giant damn cigar and she was smoking it the entire time and like became her calling card. So I recognized her. I'm like, Oh, Terry Reynolds. I, I was, I love wrestling as a kid. 
And I said, I'm like, is it true that you went into the cigar industry after wrestling? And it turns out, yes, she did. She started working with Rocky Patel and kind of did a couple collabs with him after she left the wrestling business. No way. So I'm like, no shit. It's like, actually, yeah, we met in Providence at an airport. Like, you know, we were just chatting at a delay and he kind of said something rude to me. And I'm like, well, fuck you, man. And then we started chatting and became friends. And then I found out that he was in the cigar industry. He's like, well, I smoke cigars. I love cigars. It's part of my gimmick. And I'm like, no shit. That's great. Yeah, How cool is that? So there's my, I, I talked with her and had a lovely conversation with her. And she was friends with Rocky Patel. Like she even had him on speed dial kind of thing. No way. That's pretty cool. That's that is pretty cool. so funny. Oh my gosh. Good to know. I can tell someone, fuck you. And then I might be friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, why not? Why not? Yeah. Life is crazy. Life is crazy. Definitely. <laughs> well, the uh, you mentioned uh, your dad starting off on Kristoff. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now that is something that had occurred to me, and now that I have a child of my own, um, did your dad like expect you to start smoking once you became of age, or was always just like, "Hey, if you ever wanted to try it, let me know," or or like what? Because because you know, I, I always think like when I was when we're, my wife and I were first thinking about having kids, I'm, I'm thinking I'm like, oh, you know. 18, well, you know, now 21, because they changed the, the smoking age in most yeah. states. Uh, you know, 21 years down the line, if he's, you know, do I say like, hey, son, I want to show you something or you know, here, here's something about cigars. I mean, did, did he naturally assume that you're going to try cigars or say, hey, now you're of age, it's time for you to learn about this? Or did you have the the interest initially and he just, because he had the knowledge, he just, it's like, oh, let me tell you. How, how did... How did you learn from your dad about cigars? What was what was that? Yeah, you know, I think it was mostly because him and my, I don't know how he introduced it to my brother, but it was like him and my brother is like 18 months older than me. So him and my brother would smoke and we'd go on fishing trips all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other people of their family, my cousins and whatnot. And I was always like the only girl there on their fishing trips and everything. And they would all smoke. And it was kind of like my dad didn't want to exclude me. So he was like, okay. do you want to try this? Do you have any interest? If you do, I'll tell you all about it. And when he told me about it first, I was like 16, 17. I was like, nah, I don't really care. But then when I was 18, we were on a fishing trip once. And he was, they were all smoking. And I was like, you know what? I want to try it. He was like, okay. Nice. Let's try it. <laughs> that that yeah. sounds very low key. Yeah. Yes. Why not? Very, very carefree, which is you know exactly. part of the cigar zeitgeist. Yes. Why not? Yeah. Let's do it. Sure. Want to try it? I'll tell you all about it. Yep. Well, that sounds like you you had that sounds like the ideal teacher then someone who oh yeah is part of the industry grew up in the industry like I heard your your family tree episode which was yes. really cool so cool yeah. You know, I love that. I really want to dig more into that. Mm. You know, because there's so much, like, we couldn't find. And I'm like, I wonder if I do it, like, if it would be different at all. I don't know. I want to find out more. But, yeah, that's, like, really what intrigued me. Because I grew up around, you know, my 
uncle and my grandfather, of course, they were always smoking cigars and pipes. And my dad would smoke one every once in a while, but he didn't always in front of me. I think mm-hmm. it was like on purpose, you know, just in case. Right. But yeah. Right. So when he had said it before, like, do you want to learn about it? Do you want to know about it? I was just kind of like seeing in my mind, like my grandfather smoking and I was like, it always smelled so good. And I always loved the smell of it. And I was like, yeah. I'm ready to try it now. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. Uh, that sounds uh, that sounds great, and it sounds like a wonderful way that that you all have bonded. Oh yeah, uh, totally. Which I'm not rushing to get to having a son who's in his teen, late yeah. teens or early twenties, but it is you know a nice little. Well, that'd be nice if that does happen yeah. down the line. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Um, the. Uh, you you said that you were the like you were the only girl there. You were the only girl smoking. Uh, most of my friends who join us for cigars, they are women. That's um, amazing. And and I've always I've always felt like I I understand that it's a a, a male dominated uh, stigma. It's like oh you know guys smoke cigars enough. Like I I don't believe that. Um, I think cigars can be appreciated by anyone. Uh, it doesn't matter who, what, where, when, why you are, anyone can enjoy, if they know how, like anyone can enjoy a cigar to help them relax and just enjoy the experience of cigars. It doesn't matter, man, woman, anything. Um, but it, it is interesting when I think back to, to, you know, my cigar crew, I'm like, no, it's ma- the majority by far are our, our, our lady friends. Um, and, and the majority of our guy friends have just been like, no, I'm not interested or just, you know, repulsed by it, which again (laughs) is fine, but no, it's, it's like, like I've got a list of like the people I email when we have the events and it's, it's like maybe 15, 15 of them are are women and then five are guys. And it's just like, we've offered everyone and it's just seems to be. That's not seems to be. It is our our lady friends are the ones who are like, yeah, let's do it, and our guy friends are like, nah. That's and I so think that's cool. good. I, it I, is. There, there shouldn't be, uh, there shouldn't be someone checking to make sure whether or not you're allowed to have a cigar. Like anyone can Wait. have a cigar. That's right. People at the lounge, they'll see me smoking and be like, you know, not a lot of women smoke cigars. And I was like, well, you don't hang out in the right places. Not a lot of women. <laughs> probably go to the lounge because, because people you. like you then say that to them when they're in the lounge and creep them out a hundred percent that's why i'm like there's a huge women community that smoke you just don't know about them because exactly what you just said we just don't go because you make them uncomfortable mm-hmm. uh, um, I, I have an instance of that uh, one of the lounges which i will not say which lounge because i don't want to they have they have since changed you, you'll see. Um, we went to a lounge after we had told our friends, you know, years, years, like only, only a couple years ago, uh, a friend of ours, a couple, uh, very dear friends. They were very intrigued with cigars. They jumped in, they've had a ball. They've come to those uh, Newport hotel dinners with us. They've gone to bars with us. They've come to camp out like uh, campfire evenings where we set up movies on the back of our house with a projector and we just cook marshmallows and smoke cigars it's great they're they're in so we went to this lounge and uh we're all there together it's very obvious two guys two girls and the 
maitre d, I guess would be the best term, comes up and says, oh, you know, come right in. Welcome to the lounge. Here's some seats for you right here. Um, feel free to set your things down. Gentlemen, the uh, humidor is right over there. Please go right over there and they'll, they'll pick you your cigars. <laughs> and my wife and our other lady friend just kind of look at each other. It's like, did they just exclude us from the cigars? And they're like, yeah, they did. And she's like, you can have a cigar. And my wife's like, I am now. So they like, we, my, my friend, me and my, the guy just, we like, we're going to sit down and we're going to hold your coats. And they walked yes. right up to the humidor and my wife's like, do you have the Padron 1926 Maduro, please? I think I'm feeling it. And my friend's like, oh, let me see what you have. That's Ecuadorian. And, you know, dropping all their knowledge. Um, and you know, just like showing it's like, oh, just for the gentleman, and really, I, I don't think so. No, no, no. Um, and the the guy working in the humidor was like thoroughly impressed. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, yes, of, of course, you're the right this way. And it's like, oh, you know, I don't, I, th I think I'd be more interested in, in something from Nicaragua today. What do you have? Do you have a Sumatra? And like, you know, so that lounge has since never done that again. Um, but it, it was a uh. For the first time going to a lounge, it's like, do they deserve a second chance? I don't know if they deserve a second chance. It was several years later. Um, we're like, okay, fine, we'll give them a second chance. And it, it's been fine ever since. But Good. God, I hate that. Do not, it is not polite to be presumptuous in any way, shape, or form. If they're coming into your establishment, just assume that they are all there to enjoy, relax, and partake in your wares. Yes, yeah, like so many times they go into a lounge, like, who are you shopping for today? Like, me. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. And one lounge I've been to multiple times, I've even gone in there to tell them about my podcast and talk about that. And they still never remember me when I go in there. And I went and bought a cigar. I bought a cigar. And I was like, is it okay if I sit down and smoke? And they said, um, you can only smoke cigars in here. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Oof. Sorry, I you know I didn't bring my crack pipe this time, so I guess I'll smoke a cigar. <laughs> right. Oh man, it's so funny, and I all you can do is laugh it off now, but because I'm just so used to it working in a lounge, I get it at least three times a week. She's like, "You smoke cigars? You smoke cigars?" I'm like, yeah. that sucks. I, I'm sorry you have to do, do that. You have to uh, put up with that on a regular occurrence. Oh, it's all right. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, as time goes on, it will swing more to you know equality, Normal. uh, yes. normalcy. It's like doesn't matter. Hey, welcome. Come on in. Yeah, right. Oh, we're taking over. I'm sure of it. Fingers crossed. Fingers yes. crossed. Oh man. Oh, cool. This mm -hmm. has been amazing. I'm so glad we finally got to talk. Same. I'm, I'm enjoying this very much. Very yes. much. Thank you. Uh, like, like, like I said, I don't, I don't do that much uh, outside of work and raise my little ones. So this is a nice, uh, nice break from that. Yes. Good. So where can everybody find you on Instagram? You have their cigar page, right? I do. I do. I should look that up. Uh, Lee's, Lee's, <laughs> Lee's, Lee's Lounge? Lee's Lounge. Lee, oh, yeah. Lee's underscore lounge. Oh, right. Lee's underscore um, lounge. That, that's my Instagram. And I'm, you know, I'm posting my cigar stuff there. Um, thank, you. thank you for the follow. That was, that was very nice of you. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, I do have a blog, which I oh, yeah. 
haven't updated in a couple of years, but it's still there. I, I cool. at least checked it. Um, and it does kind of like I, I, a friend of mine uh, had started his own like web blog that he wanted uh, contributors to basically. Yeah. So I did that for a while. I was like, oh, you know, you, what do you want to do? I said, I could write about my journey into cigars. Like, yeah, that'd be great. That sounds good. So I did that. And then, you know, after time, he's like, I I don't have time to do any more guys. So it it kind of shit the bed and disappeared, Uh, which is a shame. I understand he's busy. I get it. Um, But I'm like, well, I'll just take a lot of the stuff that I wrote for there and just put it on my own blog. Cause it's not like we're getting paid. It was just doing it for fun. Um, And, you know, I continued it and kind of expanded it to the point where we, um, it's like, oh, you know, we've told our friends. Now what do we do? And where are some other fun things we've done? So I've got some other cigar adventures in there that I didn't mention. Um, so that's, uh, I believe that's also Lee's Lounge. I made a Sweet. bookmark of it. Let me check. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll put it all in the show notes too so everybody has easier access to find it. Oh, nice. That, that'd be cool. Yeah, um, and it'll be in the show notes because I can't find my own link because I, I and cool. update it so infrequently that yeah. I don't know the web address. <laughs> um, and I, I do have, you know, like, when I have time, when I'm not doing other stuff, I, I, <laughs> I do add to it and do intend to add to it. Like it says Lee's Lounge for cigars, movies, and other ramblings. Uh, actually, I think I have one other post besides cigars there that details how to host a pie fight. Um, so. Nice. Go go to your go to my blog for information on cigars and how to host a pipe fight. Oh my god! All right, well now I have to have a cigar slash pie fight event. Obviously, you know it, it would it would be harder than you expect. <laughs> it's harder than you expect to combine the two. Oh my god! Um, I, I would ask the inevitable question, but I already know. Have you ever been in a pie fight? You know. Okay, so growing up, watched a lot of Nickelodeon, and there's always pies in the face. Yes. And uh, uh, so me and my brother would get those little cookies, those cream pie cookies. Okay. And we would open those up and pretend that that was sufficient enough to be a pie in the face. It wasn't I'd count enough, it. It wasn't enough whipped cream, but... Right, right. Well, you know, you're... Had. Well, when your kids, you're smaller. So proportionally, that's <laughs> close to about a pie, maybe. Yeah, exactly. No, like, that's no. as close as we got, though. Well, you see, well there you go. I, I, I assumed I knew the answer, and I was wrong. I, I would count that technically. You've had a pie fight. Mine are bigger. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. Uh, and there's, there's a whole... It's not just like one day we said, hey, let's have a pie fight. Although that would be a fine reason to have a pie fight. Um, this was planned. It, it was planned. Um, <laughs> it, it started as, it, it did not, it's grown into an annual thing that we've also kind of turned into a fundraiser as well. Yes. But it started as just like a birthday present for a friend. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, a, a friend... Uh, from high school, went to college in New York, spent a couple years in New York, and we'd always, you know, kept in touch th- through the internet. And then she moved back, and we're like, oh, we, we, we got to start hanging with her more, you know, like, especially because, like, all of her friends are in New York. She's she's come back here, and, and we're her only friends in the area still. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's great to see you. Let's hang. And we're just hanging one day, and, you know, she she loves movies as well, and she mentioned her favorite scene from the, the, the Robin Williams movie, Hook. Yeah. 
the when you know the, his take on Peter Pan. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yes, yes. There, there was. She's like, I've always loved the the food fight that was in Hook. Yes. Like, the, and they did. They had this like massive pie fight in Hook with like crazy colors and you name it. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. She's like, I've always wanted to do that. So we, just, my wife and I, just kind of looked at each other. It's like, file that in our heads. <laughs> we, we can do something with that. Um, and then we did. Like for her birthday, we organized one in our backyard, and yes. it was a hit. And we're like, we should do this again. I'm like, yeah, maybe not in October, which is when her birthday was. <laughs> so we're like, we can do it in the summer. I'm like, okay. And it and it morphed into something we've done almost every summer since, until except the past couple of years for obvious reasons. But wow, that is the plan so is to continue. <laughs> oh my god, it's so cool. So that is on my blog too. Perfect. So you have the step by step how to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Like, you know, tips, like we've had several years of experience with it now. So we've got a, it's a set of skills that I never thought I'd have, but I have them. <laughs> so I might as well share them. Oh my God. That's so cool. Oh man. Well, next time we'll have to do a podcast where it's a little warmer out and you can yes. smoke and your wife can join. That would be perfect. Okay, <gasps> Yeah. Hello. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's. Hello. Sorry, I don't know if you can see me. It's kind of dark in here. <laughs> yes, that's okay. <laughs> Good to meet you virtually. Good to meet you too. Yeah. <laughs> I've been bragging about you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no one just got to sleep, so. Oh, good. Oh. Yay. Well, we have to do all an episode again soon. I said maybe when it's warmer and we can all smoke. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. That yes. sounds like a plan. And if you ever make it to New York City. Yeah. Whenever there's is, not a pandemic, hopefully at some know. point in life. <laughs> I, I have always wanted to check out the Club Macanudo, which I think is in New York, right? <gasps> yes. Beautiful. Well, I actually just went for the first time the other day. Oh, cool. Yeah, a few weeks ago. It's so beautiful. Mm. And there's Carnegie Club. They do like Sinatra Saturdays. This guy that sounds just like Frank Sinatra. And there's a whole orchestra. Oh, it's amazing. It like brings you back in time. It's such a beautiful place, too. Yeah, lots of lounges, cigar bars. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Likewise, if you're ever in Rhode Island. Yes. Let us know. I know a bunch of places. That's awesome. I know everything you're, when you were telling me about all those places, I was like, you know what? Maybe I, I need to take a little trip to Rhode Island. Definitely. <laughs> that sounds so cool. It's a small but vibrant scene. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's my favorite. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me. Uh, this, this really was a lot of fun. Uh, and, uh, Thank you for making such a wonderful podcast. Thank you for um, listening. I, 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 I do enjoy it. It's a much better way to enjoy my commute to work. Yes. To hear, uh, hear vibrant conversation about a topic that I enjoy. And then it kind of explodes to really interesting conversations about about everyday life. It's, it's a lot of fun. I like yes. it. It's a good podcast. I, I highly recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, usually a lot of it. Actually, our cat just showed up, too. Oh, good. Does she have anything to say? <laughs> Not usually. He, oh. he's, he, he's, 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 he's suave and mysterious. He's Classic cat. <laughs> very, cla- very classic cat. Oh, cool. 
may I may I uh, send some shout outs to a couple folks before we we adjourn? Please do yes. Thank you. I apologize. I made a list. Um, oh, go for it. <laughs> um, uh, to, to to all the nice lounges, some of them that I mentioned, but like you know, shout out to Tel Aviv Waterfront in Providence for being our go-to lounge and Tammany Hall in Providence, the Havana Cigar Club in Warwick, uh, the Hotel Viking in Newport. Please do your spirits and stogies dinners again, guys. Yes. Um, a couple of online folks that I've made during the pandemic that have been, you know, very chatty and, and, and sharing and open to talking about cigars. Um, some of them actually have been on your podcast, which is pretty cool. Oh, cool. Um, uh, uh, Once Upon a Dram. Thank you. Um, Chronicles of Cigarnia, who does cigar and book pairings, which are really fun. Yes, I love that. Um, they call me McTeely, who's just a fun person. Uh, cigar Boss Lady, who's, you know, another New Englander. Go Cigar Boss Lady. Um, my buddy, Look a Bald Guy, who runs and who works at the Havana Cigar Lounge and is very proud of being bald. <laughs> um, and, you know, just the whole cigar crew that i got um there's far too many names to list there's like 21 of them you know <laughs> thank you to all my friends uh, thank you to all my wife and i's friends who've joined us in our cigar journey over the years and, and and keep keep in touch and have fun with us we really appreciate it it's a nice way to relax and keep sane and it's great to share with our friends and last but not least thank you uh, ashes with ash for having me and for having a wonderful show and, and doing the fun things you do. Yes. Thank you. I'm so glad we're able to jump on. I'm going to tag, I'm going to look up all the places that you just said, and I'm going to tag them all, especially the place that needs to do those dinners again. Hotel Viking. Tell yes. them. Newport. Newport. Tell them. That sounds amazing. It oh. really is. Gosh. I hope they start again. Yes. And we're going to make them. <laughs> Sounds good. And then I hope we can get a sitter so we can go. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, <back> cool. <laughs> well, you enjoy the rest of your evening. I've I've taken up enough of your time. You enjoy uh the the end of the football game that seems to be going on. Oh gosh, I know. Is it too loud? No, no not at all. Okay. But I can okay, see good. it in the back corner. Okay, so something's happening. <laughs> Something is happening, yes. <laughs> Well, cool. Thank you so much. I hope you get to have a cigar tonight, even if you freeze. Tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, okay. definitely. All right. Just don't freeze. I'll, I'll get blankets. I'll, I'll figure okay, it out. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. I will talk to you soon. Sounds fun. Have a nice weekend. Thanks. You do the same. Adios. See ya. Thank you so much, Liam. Everyone, check out the show notes for links and handles to Liam's shoutouts and follow Lee's Lounge on Instagram. I am so excited to share some upcoming episodes with you all. Next, we will have Princess, a regular at the cigar lounge I frequent. We ended up talking for five hours. So needless to say, this will be cut into two one and a half hour episodes and I know for a fact you enjoy every minute. She has beautiful outlooks on life, love, tattoos, and cigars. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you soon.